Are you working hard to keep yourself limited and playing small? Is that working for you? If not, would you like to be changing that now? What if the key to activating your wealth was in the willingness to embody the abundance of possibilities you are? Would you choose it? Join in the conversation now on Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark, and receive tools and facilitation to clear the points of view that keep you stuck in limitation to begin choosing your abundance and living well right now. <laughs> Good morning, hello, and welcome wherever you are in this great, big, amazing, fabulous, juicy, magical world. Welcome to Living Well here on A2Zen. I am Keisha Clark, and ordinarily I would be asking you to jump right in and join us, and today's show is actually recorded. So uh, if you're listening live on Friday, October the 14th, please know um, if you come into the chat room, um, there might not be anybody there to play in person, and if you have questions, please email them or land them on the Facebook page, my Living Well Facebook page, and I will make sure I relay them to my guest who's here with us today, who I'm so excited to be welcoming to the show. So we're going to forego some of those normal formalities <laughs> and jump right in. I am welcoming the magical, amazingly potent Dr. Lisa Cooney to the show. Welcome, Dr. Lisa Cooney. Good morning, and thank you so much, Keisha. I'm really excited for today, and hello, everybody out there. Yay! Thank you, thank you. Yes, excitement Even there's no one that says hello back. <laughs> <laughs> it's all in the chat room, right? <laughs> so, right. Um, so, wow, today's topic, we're going to play with choosing out of abuse and into aliveness. And I'm, so where this kind of like, where this show sort of started to be born was um, out of a, a, a project, an event that's occurring in Utah at the beginning of November, the first week of November roughly, I believe the 2nd through the 7th are the actual dates, and um, I am having the, the wonderful good fortune to be a part of the hosting team for that class, and uh, Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer are also hosting the class, and we we're having a conversation and we were wondering, you know, just kind of playing with being the invitation and getting the word out and, and creating the, the tsunami, if you will, of, of um, yumminess <laughs> for this mm -hmm. class. Tsunami this class. of yumminess. I love that. Tsunami of yumminess, yes. And so I, my show was like, hey, bring Dr. Lisa on your show too. And so uh, thank you, Dr. Lisa, because I know you are, you are all over the universe right now having some amazing adventures. And so I so appreciate you coming to play on this show. Um, and if you don't know about Dr. Lisa Cooney, please look up her website. I'm not going to take up a whole bunch of this particular conversation because I know you can find her so easily um, and find lots about her. My, my, my thing, my perspective, my take, my deal with Dr. Lisa Cooney is um, I was introduced to you, Dr. Lisa, through Access Consciousness a couple of years ago, mm -hmm. and um, you have a radio show on Voice America, and you, she, I'll tell the audience, she does super amazing things, and she works um, primarily in, with the, the category, the topic matter of abuse, and um, what we, in this reality, might call survivors of abuse. And um, I was just fascinated, firstly, by how 
what I, for me courageous I saw you being and and how courageously I saw you choosing at the time and ever since then I've continued you continue to be that you just seem to up your game on a regular basis and I'm so um amazed and excited and inspired by what you do and what you choose and how you be who you be and and what you're creating in the world and so when this class came up and i was i received the invitation to be a part of this um and then the show was like ask dr lisa to come on i was just like wow how cool is that so like a couple of years ago you know to today has been such an amazing Mm -hmm. journey for me and just watching you uh, just to get to be an observer and, and a participant in some ways of playing with you um, and a number of amazing people, but just the, the mm-hmm. there's a potency you bring to the game that I so admire, um, and it is encouraging. It is inspiring. It is um, it, it breaks rules and it breaks barriers and it breaks the mold. And I so appreciate who you be and what you be in the world. So thank you for that. <laughs> well, my gosh, I don't actually even have to say anything. I could just allow you to talk and and shower me with this these love word bombs that you're giving me. If that works, hey. What is, hey, how does it get any better than this? Work on just the, you know, working on just a couple of hours sleep in the last few months. Right. <laughs> Including including up to today, this is kind of nice. I have that coffee in my hand. My hands are warm. My heart is warm from everything oh, nice. that you said right now. And oh, so nice. this is really, really lovely. lovely. And thank <laughs> you. But seriously, you know, thank you for the, you know, acknowledgement. Thank you for, you know, being a part of the, the Utah uh, class that's mm. coming up soon. And, oh, you know, thank you for, um, you know, what you shared about me. You know, I I I am expanding you know, into receiving more of, you know, what people say. And I really believe that pe- that receiving is an art. And given mm-hmm. my background, given my history, given some things where my body had been shut off and, you know, my, my acknowledgement of myself was never really uh, a part of my life <laughs> at all. Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm just sitting here listening and I'm just like, wow, that's really, really lovely what you're saying. And, and oh, thank, thank you. you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And, <laughs> and for you all of you so out welcome. there that uh, you're so kind. And all of you out there that are listening to this pre record, you know, um she I didn't pay her to say those things about me. She is speaking <laughs> you know, she is speaking, you know, from from her own uh Pisha is speaking from yeah. her own, you know, knowing her own receiving of the energy and and I am responding in turn and receiving the energy and Mm-hmm. Truth be told, I, I think moving beyond all of our, you know, transitioning all of our limitations, constrictions, abuses, traumas, mm-hmm. and tragedies into, you know, what I call radical aliveness, um, mm-hmm. where you just for yourself, commit to yourself, collaborate with the universe, conspiring to bless you, and, um, you know, create from there is, is truly about communion, and to commune, you know, you gotta receive a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And drop those that is so huge. Yeah. And really allow um you know, let's say from an access point of view, the kingdom of we to be the possibility versus the kingdom of me, which we all do in some way to be the <laughs> yeah. the the way of armoring and separating and projecting and disconnecting and holding that grudge from so long ago. You know, it's like yeah. I always say to myself 
there was a time in my life where I said to myself, how many more people are you going to be in conflict with and how many more people are you either going to leave their life or they're going to leave your life? At some point, you're going to end up alone. Do you really want that? Wow. Right, wrong, good and bad, bottom, wow. back, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds. And I made a decision <laughs> some years ago that, that um, you know, when, when you do end up alone, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do a little, you know, self-proclamation here. I did end up alone in many different ways. And it wasn't about anybody else other than my own choice that I was even blind to uh, at the mm-hmm. time to live in separation and to live in armoring and to live in defenses and to live in denial wow. and to live in um, disconnection and to live in dissociation and to live in an order of my reality that kept me stuck in recapitulating my own abuse against me and thereby allowing the perpetrators or what happened to me or, you know, whatever my mother did to me or my father did to me to be what they did to me continuously. And so I kept doing that in relationship to myself because that's what, you know, because that's what I was taught and because that's what I knew. And at some point, you've got to have a come to Jesus moment. Since we're going to Utah, I mean, I might as well say it. Well, it's not necessarily (laughs) Jesus, but you know what I'm saying. You've got to have those come to... You know, we just got through Yom, we just got through Yom Kippur and all the Jewish holidays, so I can name, you know, mm-hmm. Adonai, Allah, Jesus, God, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Yeah. Holy Spirit, uh, Holy Father. Um, you know, you gotta have those moments and be like or as Michael Jackson said, you know, you gotta look at the man in the mirror or the woman yeah. in the mirror and make a change. Yeah. Yeah. And and that's that what your a- that's what your retrospect what you reflected that you you keep seeing me choosing more is that I keep choosing yeah. to change for for totally. me not because I have a problem exactly. not because I'm defective exactly. not because I'm damaged yeah I got I got shit can I say that yeah I got stuff that mm-hmm. I you know <laughs> yeah. have 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 I've had a lot of trauma that there's a certain circuitry that tilts your brain and body a certain way that I've had to undo and tilt it back to not normality, but more, you know, possibility and choice. And I just committed to myself to be that, do that, no matter what my trauma, tragedy, or past is. It doesn't define me today unless I keep bringing it here today. Oh, that is so beautifully on point with, some of the things I would love to be talking about. So how how beautiful that this is all showing up so elegantly and lovely. Um, and that is really part of where this choosing out of abuse started to really um, resonate for for this for today's topic. And um, and that's one of the things that I do see you doing and and experience as you is the active choosing out of abuse, the active choosing into your aliveness. And and that's part of what I'm aware of is that that's like this mystery that so many of us um, create as like the unsolvable, you know, in the world. And and there's, I get where a lot of the work, um, a lot of the the desire to assist people comes from. And what I see in a, a good bit of the work that is out there, or the way people do the work they do in some cases, the application, I could say, uh, what I get is that it actually re-perpetrates the abusive behavior or the abusive habits. And and so that is, for me, I do see a clear difference in the choosing out and choosing into the aliveness that that I see you choosing. And I do see a number of people choosing it, but I... I 
I will say, I see you as, as kind of one of the, the leaders, one of the educators, one of the, the people who models that so beautifully. Because um, that's something I, what I get for me, too, is that it's a really subtle thing, but it makes such a huge difference. Um, when we're willing to be present with, am I taking on what was done to me and simply recommitting, re-perpetrating the abuse, or am I actually making a choice to do different, be different, have different, create different? Um, so, wow, it, there's so many directions we could go. <laughs> Well, I think it's really, I love what you, I was actually really listening to what you were saying, and I was like, I really like what you just said about active choosing. And, you know, I, I love here, I think that's actually, you know, very correct, because with, let's say, um, a trauma or a tragedy or, and I'm not talking just about sexual abuse, like, for instance, when my father mm -hmm. died, that was, that was a, uh, a, a tragedy, obviously, or a, and a trauma in and of mm -hmm. itself. I was in Australia. I didn't get to say goodbye to him. I was teaching Theta Healing at the time. I had just had my, right after my father died, my first introduction to access consciousness. I called a Theta Healer friend colleague of mine, and I was like, my father just died. I need help. I'm in the middle of this intuitive anatomy class, and I had four weeks wow. of classes to teach. Intuitive anatomy was three weeks. I just found out my you know, father was on his last legs and um, completely unresponsive. I had to say goodbye on a cell phone, but the nurse was kind enough to allow me to call for her from Australia and put it by his ear so I could say goodbye. I'm really messed up, and I got to go teach, you know, and, wow. and how am I going to do all this intuitive stuff? <laughs> intuitive anatomy is a three-week course going through every system of the body, um, you know, learning the belief systems that are there in, like, the endocrine system and the you know, circulatory system and the muscles and the skin and, and yeah. the lung system. And I was just like, oh, my God. And these people brought me over there to teach it. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I have to fly back. You know, it can't do that. So, wow. I mean, it wasn't like I was in New York and I had to go to New Jersey. <laughs> it was right. not like that. I was in Australia on the other side of the world. Wow. And she introduced me to um, Access Consciousness and ran the clearing statement. And I felt this space just open up in my world and my body. And I was like... Wow, and that was an active choice right then, is that I was needing help, and I didn't know my, I didn't care what it took. I was going to call my friend mm -hmm. and say I need help, and then this whole wave of access consciousness walked into my life and wow um, allowed me to keep actively choosing new possibilities because I was stuck, you know. Even though I, you know, I had all the, you know, I had a PhD, I had a. Um, uh, master's in Theta Healing. I had a license as a marriage and family therapist. I still have all of that. Mm -hmm. What I didn't have at the time was the the realization of the insanity of the uh, perpetration that I was doing upon myself. So these days I'm calling it wow. like my own internal jihad um, because terrorism, you know, uh, abuse is terrorism. Mm -hmm. Okay. Abuse is terrorism, and what we're speaking to, and I and I use those words because I want to shock people into awareness, <laughs> yeah. you know, and get yeah. get get their get their attention. This is what we're talking about. And I was tired of being terrorized by my abuse, and then I realized wow. that I was carrying that abuse forward, and I was being my internal jihad. I was being. Mm -hmm. 
you know, wow. I was being that myself. And how could I, what could I do to change that? What I did to change it was, you know, actively choose that no matter what it took, I wasn't going to blow up my life. I wasn't going to destroy me anymore. I wasn't going to destroy my relationships. I wasn't going to destroy my business or my career. I wasn't going to destroy my body. And and I was going to choose me. And I didn't know what that meant at the time. And I'm still mm -hmm. learning what that all means and that really it is life in 10-second in increments. Yeah. Um, but I actively wow. have a choice. And when you're yeah. when you're abused, let's say, and let's say you're sexually abused, when you're not, uh, when you're sexually abused, your energy is infiltrated, your space is violated, and your consciousness is anesthetized. So you actually can't move, and you feel like you can't choose. Well, yeah. You know, there is choice even in that. The choice to live yeah. no matter what. The choice to choose yeah. beyond it no matter what. The choice not to keep yourself locked in a psychiatric institution, numbed out on medication because someone did something to you that you didn't want them to do. Yes, that's true, but by you not living because of their choice, you are choosing to give them power over you. And I know that that is a harsh reality and people may mm -hmm. say, what about PTSD and what about trauma? I know about it. I have lived it yeah. over and over and wow. over and over again. I just made a choice that no matter what happened to my body, no matter what happened to me, no matter what anybody did, no matter what anybody chose, I still had choice and I could still be happy. I could still live. I could yeah. still create. I could still have sex. And I could have good sex. <laughs> I could still <laughs> make money. I could still enjoy life. I can still be orgasmic. And and I could still create. Oh, that is so beautiful. So, so beautiful. Thank you for all of that. Um, and, yeah, that seems to be that one of the pivotal components for so many people who have experienced the abuse uh, in multiple forms. Abuse can show up in so many ways and can be really, really blatant or really, really subtle and, and well disguised. And mm -hmm. there's such an argument for, for many that, that abuse takes your choice away. And that's, that's something that I have danced with as well in the in the sense that well you know if we approach it from well this was done to me and therefore it has limited me in some way it has you know it has it's dictating my future and yet the reality is as you're saying we we still get to choose and that's one of the biggest messages that I love that you are inviting the world to to know is abuse does not take your choice away it does not have to unless we choose to let it, right? <laughs> One of those little right, and strange, and and you know what? I have to say twist. that it is easy to let it. It is easy to it let is. it. But that yeah. that strange that strange brain twist, Keisha, is exactly what I'm attempting to do with all the classes that I'm doing with my yeah. radio show. Is if I if we keep and your radio show here, and thank you so much, and everywhere you I go is like to keep chiseling away at the insidious twist that yeah. abuse um, does to us, which twists us out of our radical aliveness and into mm -hmm. our solidity and order of 
the perpetrator's reality or somebody else's reality or the terrorist's reality. And if you know wow. that and if you can spot that, you can choose to make a different choice. That's, oh. It does not have to yeah. take your choice away. Now, yes, I know that abuse occurred and nobody would choose it, right? Mm-hmm. Nobody would choose it mm-hmm. consciously. But there are many right. different there are many different ways of choice, right? There's many different ways yeah. energetically of things that we could talk about here. But abuse yeah. is insane. It makes no sense. There is no sensical nature of abuse. You're, you're, if you're waiting Thank you for to get, saying that. To figure out why <laughs> abuse is insane. Yeah. Terrorism is insane. You know, any kind of subjugation or power over another being is insane. What Donald Trump is yeah. saying about women and and stuff like that, if you look at Twitter and the oh debate, my gosh, yes. that's insanity. There's nothing. There's, there's nothing that can explain that that makes anybody feel good. That is abuse. Mm-hmm. Anything that doesn't make you feel good is some sort of abuse. It's some sort of terrorism yeah. to deflect you from the power and potency of just the amazing, brilliant, orgasmic, intelligent, uh, phenomenal being you be. Oh, that no matter is what occurred so to you, that wow. was true. You keep <laughs> having it. You keep having it occur to you by taking it in your life and saying everything is about the abuse that occurred to me. And you remind me of that. And you remind me of that. And you remind me of that. Wow. I know some of that yes. is trauma. That's true. But if you can differentiate between the trauma of the moment and the now, you get choice again. Mm. Oh, my goodness. Ten seconds to live the rest of my life, what would I choose? Ten seconds to live the rest of my life, what would I choose? Yes, okay, here I am in a moment. I'm feeling like I felt when I was abused. However, it's 2016, October 13th. I am not being abused right now. What can I choose that would nurture myself? What can I choose that would create mm-hmm. myself? What would I choose that could commit to me? What would I choose that would choose me? What would I what would I what would my body choose? Those those are that's what I mean by choices. It yes. takes that tenacity yes. of consciousness to say, No more. I'm gonna choose something different now. Oh. That's a place I want to kind of let us take a breath, the tenacity of choice and choosing. I I wanna pick that up when mm-hmm. we come back from the break. That's something that it's that's that's oh yes. Okay. So instead of just babbling all over the place <laughs> I'm gonna take us to break. You are listening to Living Well. I am here at Keisha Clark today with the amazing Dr. Lisa Cooney and we're gonna talk about more with the tenacity of choosing uh when we return. So stick around folks. There's more yummy excitement coming. <laughs> we'll be right back. Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if there's nothing wrong with you? What if you're far greater than you've ever given yourself credit for? What if it's time to know the gift and the contribution you are to the world? and to like yourself a lot more. 
Hi, my name is Dane here. 13 years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question, and everything changed for me. Asking questions opens doors to infinite possibilities. And it's not about finding the answer. It's about being the question. Always. What I'm inviting you to step into is something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Newton, Da Vinci, Gandhi, Picasso, and Aristotle all knew to be true. What if no question is too big or too small? What if anything is possible for you? What if together we could create a kinder, gentler, happier world? Is now the time? Go to beingyouclass.com and sign up for a free video series, My Gift to You. Beingyouclass.com What if you, truly being you, are the gift and change this world requires? beingyouclass.com How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S. 815-880-8255 in Canada at 613-800-8736 in the UK at 033-0001-0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. <laughs> Welcome to the next segment of Living Well. I'm Keisha Clark. I'm here today with Dr. Lisa Cooney. We're going to dive right back in. And I love the point you made, Dr. Lisa, about uh, tenaciously choosing. Um, there's something about tenacity that um, it's kind of like a lost art. <laughs> um, and it, and their choice is really a muscle, I find, um, for me. And I, I see that a lot of people... I hear a lot of people talking about that too. And what are what are some of the things as you were on your journey into this this last few years into where you are now? Um, were there some some moments that y- you recall uh, that you simply like it simply came down to your choice, and you be, as you became more aware and more present with that. Um, for for people who might be feeling like they don't have a choice to choose, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. what would you say? Say say some more about that tenacity, because um, that's a really there's some charge choice, around there. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, choice is a big thing. When I was just listening on the break, and you know, Dr. Dane here had has a commercial um, on that break, and he was like, you know, I became the question. I started asking questions, mm-hmm. and everything changed in my life. And it's the same thing with choice. Um, it's kind of, I have an interesting story about choice and it may relate to Mm -hmm. what you're saying. So let me just go here because that's what's coming up. Um, I, every, I grew up having everything, uh, done for me and chosen for me. And I'm not Mm -hmm. saying that I was like a debutante with a spoon in my mouth or something like that. (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm. You know, pock and pot, no judgment there. I'm just saying like my my mother had this amazing capacity to instill the fear of God in in me and not allow me to do anything, including down to what I wore, including going to the library and doing my research for me. 
in, in my wow. grammar school years. I literally learned learned helplessness when I learned about that in psychology classes. I was like, oh, that was made for me. <laughs> wow. I understand <laughs> learned helplessness. Um, you know, she impelled on me so much about, from her own fear, so much and control and, and whatever else, you know, so much that my choice, my I did not have a choice, I did not have a voice, and whatever I thought didn't matter. That the only thing that actually mattered if I bended, folded, mutilated, and stapled myself into her reality. And whenever I did just allow her to be her reality and, and say yes to everything she said, she was fine. When I started saying wow. no to the things she said, I would get beat up. Um, wow. And it was it was crazy. And... Yeah. And, you know, there's a way that that became my embodiment, obviously. And so my embodiment mm -hmm. became the density of a no-choice universe, the density of mm. I have no voice, the density of kind of like file not found about everything, everything. I couldn't even go into wow. a library. When I got to college and went to a library, I was just like, what? I don't even know how to use a library. My mother did that for me. It wow. was crazy. And it was embarrassing. And um, it was embarrassing. And I was just like, wow. So um, basically, I had to teach myself choice. And really, the moment that I woke up to this was my senior year of college. I mean, I might have woken up a little earlier. Wow. But my senior year of college is a very distinct memory. And my family violence professor and there was a new class, and I was like, family violence, I'm going there. <laughs> and I need to get, I need some help with that. And, <laughs> you know, and, and she was new to the school at the time, and my senior year, first semester, and after like the first class, she pulled me aside and asked me to stay after class. And I, and she said, Lisa, are you okay? Mm -hmm. Wow. And I just burst into tears because I was not okay. And do you know that was the first time in my life, I was probably 20 years of age, where anybody asked me if I was okay. Wow. And it was the first moment that my body said, I'm actually here. Mm. And wow. somebody actually sees me. So that does mean that I may have a choice here and I may have a voice. And, of course, I said no and started crying, blah, 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 blah. And I'll tell you, that lady, she came to my, you know, intramural softball games in, in college, and she just, you know, she was great. And wow. she just gave me something that I never had, which was the moment to be asked a question, to be received, mm -hmm. to be acknowledged, to be embraced, just with, are you okay? And in that moment, I think I existed for the first time. Now, oh that my was my that was my story. Right, wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all mm -hmm. nine shorts, boys and beyond. Mm -hmm. Now, there's this other side. I was expected to be less than. I was expected to need my mother to do everything for me. I was expected to be perfect at the same time. It was really odd. So one way to be learned helplessness and not be able to do anything and to require that. Mm -hmm. And on the other mm -hmm. level, on the other side, at the same time, I was expected to, you know, um, get straight A's and, and do my homework and, 
you know, clean the house and, wow. you know, be this and be that and wear this and wear that and act like this and talk like that and say hello to whoever they wanted me to say hello to and be nice to whoever they wanted to say nice to, to be nice to. And in that, there was no choice at all either way to be me. So whether you're expected to be perfect or you're expected mm -hmm. to be helpless, it's a double bind. So all the double binds, creating wow. double binds, eternally double binded, right, wow. wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and all the trifold sequencing wow. systems, shock and trauma systems, mm -hmm. vibrational wavelength systems, zero sum of trauma systems, activating all of those trifold sequencing systems of the double binds and keeping them in place, right, wrong, good and bad, pot and pock, all nine shorts, boys and beyonds, and all the automatic wow. response matrices systems locking in to our bodies, our psyches, our circuitry, our embodiment, the no-choice universe of learned helplessness and perfectionism. When we revoke the sin, wow. we can't renounce, denounce, destroy, and un uncreate it. Right, wrong, good, and bad, yeah. hot, and pock, all nine shorts, boys, and beyond. Whether you're learned helpless, there's no blueprint. And whether you're expected to be perfect, there's no blueprint. You yeah. cannot, there is no <laughs> blueprint point. to insanity. Listen, listen, exactly. listen. There's no blueprint to insanity. You can't figure it out. You can't yes. be somebody else's reality. It doesn't oh work. My goodness. It's a lie. So That's how many points of That's, order? Yes. Right. Woo. Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I was going to let folks know, too, uh, the, in case you're joining us for the first time, the clearing statement that you're hearing Lisa do is from Access Consciousness, a body of work founded by Gary Douglas and co-created by Gary Douglas and Dr. Dane here currently. And um, you can find out lots about the clearing statement at theclearingstatement.com. Um, it, it's part of the magic <laughs> that we like to use to um, basically change shit. So, um, yeah, and this, this, oh gosh, as you were talking, Lisa, I was, I was just getting more clarity. And I know that, uh, as I said in the beginning of the show, Lisa has a show on Voice America, Beyond Abuse, Beyond, Living Beyond Abuse, oh my gosh, Beyond Abuse, Beyond, beyond Therapy, Beyond. Okay. <laughs> there you go, you got I get it. all the beyonds. <laughs> um, and it airs on Tuesdays, I believe, uh, I believe it airs at noon our time, Central Time. So, um, Mm -hmm. I think that's what two o'clock, three o'clock Pacific, two o'clock Pacific, and it, it's uh, no, on the Voice it's, America it, website. It's the other way, so it is Voice oh, okay. America Empowerment Beyond Abuse, Beyond Therapy, Beyond Anything. It's Tuesdays, ten a.m. Pacific, noon Central Standard Time, right. one East, Eastern Standard Time, and for awesome. Europe and all over the world, you'll have to look at in time zone yeah. number. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I know you, 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 you've had so many amazing conversations all around this topic. And I, I keep getting that a little more clarity each time. It's like we, we can choose to be the container of someone else's shit or their insanity, but that in itself becomes increasingly challenging as the intensity of the insanity builds up in our world and and this is where i you know when this woman asked you are you okay it's like this beautiful very elegant and simple and i don't mean to imply like easy to figure out but more of like all she did was just be present with you and yet that right. was something so potent and so powerful that allowed you as you said like for the first time you you had this awareness that you existed, that there could actually be a you in there. 
And I, the potency of that, the, the, the magnitude of that is like so enormous as you were mm. sharing that. And that's exactly, and what I'm, that's exactly right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it, like, so this choosing, this, this question of choosing or this, this, um, our, our willingness to be choosing, um, part of what I wonder is like all of this, the, the capacities mm-hmm. we bring, if we're using them to take care of someone else's shit <laughs> or hold on to it or try to keep that in place for someone else, um, wow, the magnitude of what you can actually be creating if you were willing to be choosing for you, for each of us, if we were willing to be choosing for ourselves, that's like off the Richter scale, basically. And and I, that's part of what I see I you hope it like, does discovering get off the for you. Scale, yeah. Keisha, because yeah. that's the point. I I personally, professionally, I had so many, I've, I work with so many beautiful people and I have for the last 20-something years. And, and abuse just like, I saw it just like destroy everybody and keep everybody like, you know, in bed, on medication, poor, broke, out of relationship or in conflict, sick and ill and diseased, myself included. And I was just mm. like, no, we don't have to do that. We're actually perpetuating the abuse and recapitulating it on this planet. And then we're keeping it on this planet. And then we're keeping those people that did what they did as the power and potency of our lives instead of being the power and potency of our lives. And so uh, yeah. I made a different choice. And every time somebody asks a question in my class, and my, my classes aren't all about, you know, abuse. They're about, you know, sexual abuse. They're not all about the sexual abuse. They're they're about financial mm-hmm. abuse. They're about emotional abuse. They're about spiritual abuse. They're about chronic illness and disease. They're about chronic pain. They're about the chronic judgment when you get out of the shower and look at yourself in the mirror. They're about mm-hmm. refusing to mm-hmm. put nice, feeling clothes on your body, refusing to enjoy the orgasm of a strawberry on your tongue. They're about all the ways mm-hmm. that we order ourselves out of the ease, joy, and glory because the moment we, the moment some tragedy or trauma or bad thing happened or event occurred, even a divorce, we give up our choice and mm-hmm. we give up who, who we be. And therefore, we rob the world of our brilliance and our amazingness. And that's what living your roar, the name of my business actually is. That's what the Embrace Your Roar classes actually is. It's like, it's not even reclaiming, it's choosing to be you. No matter what your story, no matter what your trauma, no matter what your past, and to live fully and freely as the radically, orgasmically alive reality being you truly be. Oh. Yes. Right, wrong, good, and bad, put them punk online, church, boys, and beyond. <laughs> Active choosing, radical aliveness. No matter what has occurred, you still have choice. And, yeah. and, and, and that's why I'm a very big proponent of workshops and personal growth and empowerment and personal sessions and individual oh sessions and yeah. VIP sessions, whatever, whatever you want to do. I love it when people say to me, I've done so many things and I've spent so much money and I'm still here. I'm like, I've done so many things. I've spent so much money, and I'm still here. You know, I still work on, you know, myself. Things don't Mm -hmm. stick as long as they used to stick, but I'm not not willing to let money um, or anything block me from the choice of living actively, radically, 
and alive, teeming with possibilities. Wow. Oh, okay. Yumminess, more yumminess, more yumminess right there. We've got one more break. Um, Let's kind of, I I Mm -hmm. would love to just... I would love to talk more about the classes now. I, I love the word radical. And and I initially, like, I had some, oh, the word radical was one of those words that I was like, oh, that's a little extreme. But then as I began to choose more for me too, I was like, oh, but radical, like, really fits. So, um, yes, let's play with more radically, orgasmically aliveness. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, when we get back from the break, if, you, if you're good with that, we'll take another quick break. And uh, please, folks, yes, woo, take a breath. Just tap into this awesomeness, this potency, this willingness to be choosing whatever is required to change reality um, that Dr. Lisa is inviting us to. And we will be right back after these messages. <laughs> Have you begun to ask yourself what you truly desire to create in your life? What if you being willing to embody abundant living was the key to your wealth and to creating greater in your life? And what if that could also be the invitation for more people to be willing to embody abundant living? Would that be a contribution to you and your body and to other people and their bodies? And might that also create more in the future? Join Keisha Clark Empowerment Agent and the host of Living Well Radio Show to discover, uncover, and crack open the wealth of possibilities you are every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. What if you really do change molecules by your interaction with them? What if the change you've been looking for is right before your eyes? What if the uncomfortableness that comes with difference could be fun? What if the closed-minded people of the world no longer determined our world? What if gratitude trumps judgment every time? What if your kindness healed the world? What if the earth is asking for your help? And what if you had the resources to give it? This is your invitation to step into something that Einstein, Marie Curie, Picasso, Da Vinci, Shakespeare, Aristotle all knew to be true. Hi, my name is Dane here. Thirteen years ago, I started to truly ask questions. Actually, I started to be the question and everything changed for me. What if there are no dumb questions, or any question too large? What if you being you are the gift and the change this world requires? Is now the time? For more questions to create a change in your world, sign up for a free video series at beingyouclass.com. My gift to you, beingyouclass.com. How much of your life are you truly living? Are you creating your life in celebration of your strengths and capabilities? What would your life be like if you were choosing the abundance of possibilities of you now? Connect with Keisha Clark, your Living Well Empowerment Agent, now for a different perspective on creating the life you truly desire to be living. Call in with your questions in the U.S., 815-880-8255, in Canada, at 613-800-8736, in the U.K., at 033-0001, 0625 by Skype at a2zen.fm or by emailing Keisha at livingwellnow at gmail.com Now back to our show. <laughs> oh my goodness. Welcome to the last segment for today of Living Well. I'm Keisha Clark. I'm here with Dr. Lisa Cooney having a truly delightful and amazing conversation and, and I am 
super excited that we get to play more in Utah with Dr. Lisa coming November the 2nd through the 7th. Um, there are links for all of those possibilities to play in, in Utah on this replay page. All you have to do is scroll down and click, and we will talk a little bit about them here in a moment. Um, I wanted to jump back in with this radical, this word radical, and the energy of radical and radically, orgasmically aliveness, um, and creating the reality that is that for each of us. Um, I, I, it just sort of landed for me or began to land for me how it does require radical choice is really this radical notion for so many people, um, myself included, um, to come out of the habitualness of not choosing or letting our, you know, handing our choice over and, and really develop that choice muscle. There is a radical choice. There is a radical action that that is. And so I love that you landed on that as part of your work. Um, and so tell us a little bit about radical, radically, orgasmically alive reality for you, Dr. Lisa. Well, that's exactly it. It's like everything that I'm talking about, um, you know, it presupposes that um, trauma and post-traumatic stress actually can uh, be mitigated a little bit and mitigated a lot with choice. Mm -hmm. And... You know, some people say that that's just a new age way of looking at it and it's very dangerous, you know, to think with PTSD and those sorts of things, what you're speaking to. But mm -hmm. I figure if, if if it works for me and it speaks to someone like you, there's at least, you know, you know, a few more people out there that this may actually <laughs> apply to. And um, yeah. I think it's it's good to have other choices and to listen and take what works for you when someone says something and leave what doesn't work for you. And that's yeah. what I've done with all the things that I've been trained in and all the workshops I've participated in from access consciousness to theta healing to marriage and family therapy to a PhD in psychology to, you know, socially engaged spirituality and all the other things that I've been involved in. It's, mm -hmm. it's what I'm speaking to is radical. You know, it is yeah. radical. It's like I've, and 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 it it radical meaning just not of the average, <laughs> um, yes. Just right. It's like yeah, just average choosing really beyond, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. And I'm not totally. talking about radical. Yeah, it's it's like the what I understand as the definition of radical is something to like affecting the you know the the nature of something, far reaching mm -hmm. or thorough, and it's like. Mm -hmm. I'm a, I'm attempting to take this topic of abuse and turn it on its axis, so to speak, and affect yeah. the fundamental nature of abuse versus being at the effect of abuse. I know the effects of abuse. Yes. PTSD, shock and trauma, you know, mm -hmm. sometimes mm -hmm. not being able to get out of bed, sometimes being depressed, being anxious, not having anything work for you, conflict. Like, I know all that. What if there was mm -hmm. a different possibility? What if actually having choice and actively choosing something different by te using the tools of access consciousness has really helped. By 10 seconds to live the rest of my life, what would I choose? Um, wow. When I get into something and my body feels something and it feels or smells or tastes just like the abuse, I can say, well, body, interesting point of view that you have that point of view. <laughs> and I can do that 10 different times and then it will change and it will loosen the hold and the grip that the abuse has on me. 
And then I'll say yeah. the crazy phrase, something like, everything is the opposite of what it appears to be and nothing is the opposite of what it appears to be until my mind settles back down into the choice of possibilities that I need. And I will use the yeah. tools of access consciousness. I will ask the question, okay, body, you're feeling this, but is it yours? And every time it'll be, no, it's not mine. It's actually this, that, and the other thing from the 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 situation of the abuse. And so I'll actually use mm. the tools in present day to mitigate the feelings that are from the past that are trying to take over my day. Right, yeah. wrong, good, and bad, pot and pock, all my charts, boys and beyonds. And that's why I love access is because it gives you the tools to use on a daily basis, and so many of them, um, to oh, move yeah. beyond abuse and be that fundamental, you know, affect versus the effect. Yeah. You know, that's the yeah. thing that I'm doing with the classes all over the world and, you know, in Utah soon is like um, facilitating people to be the affect of change in their life versus at the effect of what happened to them. It's a very I different and yeah. radical choice to be the that is aspect radical. versus yeah. at the effect. Yes. And that's so, so mm -hmm. for everybody who's listening, if this is the first time you're hearing this and it, like, if your brain is trying to figure that out, I invite you to just let go of your, of any need to let know what that means and just let your body give you some information, give you some more of your awareness of what that what the possibility of that truly holds for you truly opens up for you it it's that's huge and i love that you've been able to put that in words cuz that's so it's a beautiful way to express that and so choice is like our superpower really and i love i i actually mm -hmm. hear gary when he says um you know everything he does in access is really about getting you to your awareness and empowering you to choose and of course, the, the, the one of the taglines is, you know, empowering people to know that they know, and and so this this, but I love like it, it is really about clearing all the shit out of the way, so that you get to remember, you get to become aware of, and you get to be. You get to be the one. You get to be the one in charge of your life. You get to be the one in charge of your destiny. You get to be the one who creates what you desire. And if you're allowing all of the shit that you've been the container of <laughs> for so long to be in the way, you don't you don't get to know what you desire. And so for people who've said, you know, I, I know there are a lot of people who say, I've, oh, I've done therapy. Oh, I've done that. Oh, I've done this. If you've done these things and you're still finding yourself tripping up on the same triggers, if you're still bumping into those walls and you, you know, that should be gone because of what you did, I invite you to play more with Dr. Lisa Cooney. I invite you to play more with access. I invite you to, to begin to play more with questions. Um, like, what else is possible here that I've never considered is a great question to start with. And, uh, come play in Utah or now, Dr. Lisa, you have some classes that are live streaming. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. So, okay. Um, all, like all my classes are available via live stream, the tasters. Um, so what we're doing in, um, Utah is we're doing a taster called creating business bound abuse. It's the first time I've done this. Um, and I'm co-facilitating with Megan, Megan Salito, uh, in, in Utah. <laughs> 
on the first evening, and then um, day the second and third day we're doing the two-day Embrace Your Roar class, Radically Orgasmically Alive Reality, and then we're doing the three-day Access Consciousness Body class, and wow. I think my flight over to Australia has moved the day, so I might actually be able to do some individual sessions there too, which I wasn't wasn't available before. Wow. So how do we get any better than that? And essentially, the, the classes are and can be live streamed. And, you know, barring any technical faux pas, <laughs> everything, <laughs> right. you know, everything will be available that way. And let awesome. me tell you a little bit about, um, you know, what Radically Orgasmically Alive Reality is. It's like if you, if, you, if you look at the, like we talked about the definition of radical, basically, it's like, you know, being the, uh, affect versus the effect of something, right? So it's mm-hmm. like, I'm going to mm-hmm. be the affect of my life. And abuse, you're at the effect. And then the orgasm, yeah. the orgasmic, radically orgasmically. It's like, I wanted to, I got so tired of, of not tired like in a judgment, more like, man, I want my body to feel good and I want to be in the, the, the sensualness and the sexualness. The body loves sexualness mm. and sensualness and all mm-hmm. bodies do. And I got so many people coming to me that were, you know, so sick and so ill and in chronic pain, and I did it one time too, and I was like, no, that's being at the effect of abuse still, not the affect. So it's like the orgasmic part of radically orgasmically alive reality is just the enjoyable and exciting part of life. That could be smelling the trees, riding a horse. It could be the the act of, of sexualness and sensualness, of course, copulation, but it could also be Every moment of every day, right here, right now, enjoying what we're doing is orgasmic, yeah. right? And, yeah. a, and a live reality oh is being alive and animated and active, the active choosing we're talking about, not dead. Yeah. I, I work with so many people, and I was myself dead and not alive and not choosing life, thinking that I had no choice yeah. because I was still at the effect of the abuse. And reality basically wow. is like, you know, the world or state of things as it actually exists. Um, right? So it's like what yeah. actually We're, exists versus to, to the way that it used to be because of the abuse. Perfect. We've got about 15 seconds, so that's awesome. I adore you, Dr. Lisa. Thank you so much for who you be and all you bring to this world. And folks, check Dr. Lisa out on her show on Tuesdays. Come play with us in Utah or any other class you can find. Definitely come play. And have a great week. In the meantime, we'll see you next time. Thank you, Dr. Lisa. Thank you for listening in today to Living Well with your host, Keisha Clark. You are invited to join us every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Central, 9 a.m. Mountain, and 8 a.m. Pacific on A2Zen.fm. In the meantime, what would it take for you to be choosing more of the abundance and prosperousness of you and living well with total...